Hey guys, Dan Waltzman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. Hope you're having a great day. What a beautiful morning it is. I'm looking outside the back of my house and uh, I don't know if you can hear the birds chirping. We've got all these fancy microphones. They usually stop anything that's like more than like six inches away from the microphone. You hearing it, hopefully. Anyways, what a beautiful morning. What a beautiful day. I want to share a quick insight with you about momentum. Boy, I'm loving this month. I don't know if you're enjoying it as much as I am, but this idea of momentum is powerful. And I'm excited that I get to spend a whole month studying it because I've always known it's been a superpower, not just for me, but for others. And when properly understood, when properly utilized, it, it really is a, a tremendous differentiator in, in whether you're successful or not, whether you get closer to where you want to be or whether you're one of those people who's always like almost there. In certain areas of my life, I feel like I've I've been that almost there guy, like almost got the business model right, almost, you know, was on the podium for running, almost, you know, figured out how to be a good dad. You know, I just, in a lot of areas, you feel like you're almost there and momentum is that super secret. It's not super secret, super or secret superpower that enables you to kind of make that next step. Here's what I've realized in my own life and in observing others that the business momentum you want is often cost, right? The cost of you not achieving that is directly tied to uh, personal uh, bad habits, okay? Let me, let me say this another way. You can't achieve business success because you have sloppy, bad problems in your personal life. Most of you go, yeah, of course, I get it. Here's an obvious one. You drink your ass off, the next day it's hard to get up and go grind out some amazing sales business deals, right? That's just, that's common sense. You're hungover, you're tired, you're miserable, you're cranky. You don't want to talk to anybody. I'm sorry. Maybe you've been at a conference where I'm on stage a lot of times and I'm looking out at people and I'm like, oh dear Jesus, I can't raise my voice too much because some of you are cringing already, right? At the sound of a raised voice. But here's the truth. Here's the truth is that when you do things that stop you from maintaining momentum towards your goal, and let's say it's business goals right now, you don't just, it's not like, oh, I failed. I'm going to try again. You lose all of the history, all of the, it's momentum, right? All of the training and effort you've put in up to that point. So, One thing I think that's important for all of us is to reframe our decision-making process thinking about momentum as the first primary thing. Often people say, do the right thing, it's the right thing. And I wrote about this not too long ago. Yeah, doing the right thing is the right thing. That's why we call it the right thing. And you may not always know what the right thing is, but many times you do. And it's just apparent. And then other times, the right thing is like a half a degree away from what you're doing right now. And what you're really thinking about is not the right thing, but what's the better thing. So uh, there's a wrong thing. You want to avoid doing that, obviously, because it's the wrong thing and it's clear. And then there's the right thing, which is might be just the next thing you know to do. And then there's a better thing. And as you do more of the right thing, you see what the better thing is. I don't want to get hung up on details on, on what's right versus better, what's wrong. I think the key, the key thing is for you to understand that doing the right thing isn't just because it's the right thing. And by the way, sometimes this is a moral thing, a moral, right? And I'm not preaching at you. There's just, there's a moral thing. And it's not just about the morals. It's about the momentum, what does that mean? 
it means you can do this. You can do whatever you want. Most of the time, people aren't going to stop you. Um, sometimes, you know, you watch these TV shows, you know, people get away with a lot of stuff. It's not about can you get away with it or do you have the right to do it? The real question you're, you should ask yourself, will this stop my momentum? Will that stop your momentum? So if, you, if you're trying to lose weight, or let's say you're trying to get faster for a race, that'd be something that's personal for me, right? I'm trying to get faster for a race. Will doing this thing, eating 75 donuts, stop my momentum? Now, obviously, that silly example, it would, right? Now, it might stop my momentum for a day or two, not for much longer, but if, I, if I'm actually trying to wean myself off of sugar, and now I have a bunch of sugar, now I might have to repeat a few steps. Make sense? Go back to the, that time when I was, my body was, you know, sugar-free. By the way, coming down off of sugar, oh my gosh, the greatest addiction in the world, sugar. Not preaching against it, but you get what I'm saying. All the progress you've made, maybe you've been on a diet or a plan, or you're going like, some people are eating keto, right? Where it's like high fat, low carbs. As soon as you devastate that plan with a series of bad activities, and by the way, it's not one thing. You don't eat one piece of candy and you're off. But you, have, you do a series of bad behaviors that cumulatively make it so you have to start all back over again. Often I hear people say, it's my right to do this. Yeah, okay, it's your right to do that. You know, I, I, no one tells me what I'm going to do. Yep, 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 I get you. No one tells you what to do. You're badass, you're awesome, you have those rights. I get to do this, or you know, they get to do it. Why don't I get to do it? We, we have all these excuses, but these are the wrong excuses. They're the wrong explanations. They're the wrong way to think about your choices. A better way is this. Is this going to stop my momentum? And if the answer is yes, then you really have to think long and hard about whether you do that. I mean, if you really care about getting to where you want to be, then the answer is I'm not going to do that. The conclusion is I'm not going to do that. Or maybe instead of having 75 donuts, I have one. I pick the one that's the juiciest, tastiest, most delicious, and I have one donut. And so while maybe I'm not going to go running in the next seven minutes because I'm on an all-time sugar high, I can go running later in the day or resume my training in a couple hours and life is okay, right? In all of our areas of life, it's not about what you get to do or what someone can't stop you from doing. It's about what will stop your momentum. I was CEO seven or eight years ago, 10 years ago now of a large company. And I hired a, a business development guy who was probably one of the most expensive employees we ever had. Made He had come from like one of the, like a Microsoft, IBM, HP company. I can't tell you which one, but very high level uh, a guy. Still a very, very close friend of mine. But I fired him. And I'll tell you why I fired him. When he joined our company, he uh, was so talented in, in generating business. And this was a business development guy, which is a little different than sales, meaning his job is to churn out ideas, build relationships, and kind of tease out the next areas of growth for the company. Again, we were, do we go public or do we sell the company? Uh, we we're trying to figure out all the different options for, for what we do. And I noticed that, um, you know, this is an older gentleman, that something was going on with him. Something was going on with him. And I didn't know exactly what it was, but on a couple trips, I realized that he was having an affair with somebody else in the office. Now, this is awkward because I'm not 
a guy who, uh, I don't know, as much as I tell people to do the right thing, I don't always do the right thing myself. So it's awkward trying to call out somebody else for doing the wrong thing. I don't know, maybe you feel the same way. I had a conversation with this guy and I just said, Ben, obviously that's not his real name. Ben, listen, I don't really care what you do in your personal life. But here's one thing I realize that this is ultimately going to come to bad stuff. Thinking five moves ahead, I said, look, what's going to happen is this, your, your, your family's going to find out and that's going to be bad. I think he had three or four daughters and, and was still married at the time. Or she's going to get upset because you're going to not be interested and move on and that's going to turn into bad things or vice versa. She's going to move on and you're going to be upset. Like there's no way this ends in a good way. There's no way this ends. And, and ultimately as CEO of this company, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to hurt me, my company, my money, my bonus, my stock, everything. This is going to hurt me. And so I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm saying that if you continue down this path, you're probably not going to have a job at this company very much longer. Ultimately, um, I fired him. Uh, two months after I fired him, his family found out about what was going on. This guy had you know, a couple million dollars in the bank. Basically, uh, his family, his wife, his daughters, they took all of it, almost left him with... Uh, I'll say pennies on the dollar. He was moving out of this palatial estate that he lived in, truly like, you know, 9,000 square foot home uh, in the suburbs of New York City. Like amazing, amazing, amazing guy, amazing house, amazing home. This guy called me and we had a talk and he knew why I fired him. And he wasn't calling to whine or complain, but he just was calling me to update me on the news of his family we began to talk and he said, you know, I wish, I wish I could have seen this five moves down the road because you were right. And it, again, it wasn't about me being right. I was actually being selfish. My intention was not his morality. My intention was, I don't want you costing me money. And so I got to get rid of you so you don't cost me money down the road. But I was right about one thing, that it cost him personal momentum. Very good friends with this individual now. We've struck up a, a very good relationship. And I'll tell you, which is why I'm changing names and locations and dates and all that stuff so that it, it, doesn't, it doesn't come back to this person. It's taken this person five or six years, years, people, listen to me, five or six years to get back that momentum that he had. Five or six years, all of that for a, a five-month fling. Now, I am no one to give any of you advice beyond this. Maybe it was worth it. And, and if I were to, I've never asked him if it's, you know, maybe I should have asked, I've never asked him if it was worth it because I kind of wanted to step out of that area and be his friend and not be the guy who's judging. But in my mind, I wonder what are the things I'm doing now, those five month flings that I'm doing, I'm having, I'm engaging in, I'm missing, I'm avoiding that are going to come back and cost me five to six years of my momentum. I'm doing it. I'm sure there's bad behavior. I'm sure there's problems and vices and ignorance that is contributing to a loss of momentum down the road. And that's what drives me. And that's the point of this month. And if you're listening to me right now, I said this was going to be a short episode, but it seems to have gone a little bit longer, mainly because I get into storytelling mode. Here's my challenge. Here's my thought for all of us, all of us, me and you included. <sighs> 
we need to be introspective. We need to be taking a hard look at our momentum and what we're doing now. And we need to be asking ourselves the question, not, is this right? Not, do I have the ability to make this decision? Do I, you're not going to tell me what to do. I, I tell me what I'm going to do. None of that. None of that. None of that. Rather, this is the, the focus. Will this cost me future momentum? That's it. Will this five-month thing I have the right to do, have the ability to do, no one's going to tell me not to do it, cost me the next five or six years of my momentum? Hey, guys. I feel like that thought was a downer, right? I kind of hinted you on a downer. What do we do to pep you up? How do we get this moving in the right direction? So I'm going to tell you about the calendar of awesomeness. You think you know it. You think you're using it. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not using it to the full capacity. It's a PDF. You download it. It's free and it's awesome. Thousands of people download it and use it. And I have to tell you, their feedback is remarkable. For 30 days, here's my challenge, 30-day challenge. Use the calendar of awesomeness. Write down your intention. Write down your gratitude. Share it, right? Share it with the group. And here's the thing that I think you're going to find out, that other people just like you are trying to grow themselves and their businesses and together that calendar of awesomeness with them and their calendar of awesomeness is going to make you achieve your goals a little bit faster. It's about accountability, people. Accountability. I'm accountable to you. You're accountable to other people. Together, when we tell each other what we're going to do and then do it, it makes all of us better. Accountability, right? That's what makes us all better. When a coach tells you one more, one more, one more, you do it. That coach is over your back telling you one more push-up, one more push-up. You get better when you're accountable to people. And so that's what this group is on this podcast is all about. Love you guys. Appreciate you hanging out on this podcast. Remember, what are we doing now so that my future momentum is so much better? Are you learning? Are you growing? I'm glad you're listening to the podcast. That's one way you're going to help your future momentum be five to six years ahead of what you ever imagined. Okay. I'll see you back here for the next episode. Meanwhile, stay edgy. Be awesome. Awesome.